It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is now a 29-year veteran with Caldwell Banker located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. So I want you to put on your wizard hat, get your crystal ball all shined up, and tell us what the housing market will look like in 2018. Woohoo! Well, to start off with, it's expected that new homes are going to be the primary driving force of sales for next year. Obviously, they must see that you know new construction is starting to ramp up for next year. They're expecting an increase of about 2%, according to this recent Freddie Mac September Outlook report. So Freddie's economics are predicting an uptick in housing starts, coupled with a moderate increase in mortgage rates. And what that'll do is that will actually slow the run up of the house prices for next year. So if interest rates go up, prices will start to subside a little bit, coupled that with new home construction sales rising. Another forecast from Freddie Mac, a 4.9% increase in home prices in 2018. Now, keep in mind right now, we're looking at about a 6.3% if everything continues this year. So that would be, you know, pulling back a little bit. You know, this all sounds very healthy to me because you've been complaining now for yes. <laughs> I don't know, eight years, seven years, six years about how there's no inventory. So I've been saying, where are the builders? Why aren't they out there just, you know, cranking out these homes? But now you're saying there's uh, looks like there's going to be an uptick in new homes. And the more supply there is out there, it's going to soften prices, which is healthy because we don't really want a market that gets ahead of itself and that is squeezed because of lack of inventory, because it creates an unbalance. And I think the forecast for mortgage rates to go up slightly, I think is a very reasonable forecast, but it sounds pretty good. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to see people, you know, still being able to build some equity in their homes next year, which is going to turn into more cash out refis Mm -hmm. being done. So it's all good. It's all good. All good. Now, the United States and Puerto Rico have just experienced tremendous storms that we all know about. There's some talk that these hurricanes could affect mortgages more than they were originally predicted. Why is that? Yeah, that's right. Black Knight data suggests that about 300,000 borrowers in the Houston area could become delinquent on their loans. And then out of that, about another 160 would become seriously delinquent within the next 90 days. And then Florida, with the sheer volume of the area that it hit, uh, Hurricane Irma, it's expected to you know, increase the delinquencies as well. There's like 2.8 million mortgaged properties in the Irma-related FEMA disaster areas. And actually, that's more than four times that of Katrina and twice that of Harvey. And that's primarily because it was just such a wide area. Yeah. Well, that storm, do you remember seeing the pictures of Irma compared to Wilma, I think it was, or Katrina? I mean, Irma was huge in terms oh, of yeah. the scope. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it swallowed up the whole state. Yeah, we all felt something. amazing. But see, Florida's a little interesting, too, because right now there's about 5% of the Florida home borrowers that are upside down on their mortgages still. Oh. So you couple that with, you know, mm-hmm. they become delinquent or what have you. We most likely are going to see a little bit of a spike in foreclosure activity. Yeah. Don't forget to go to the website, stevepomerance.com, because we've recently done a segment on what to do if you can't pay your mortgage because of storm-related incident. You'll find that at the site. All right, so through all of this, though, buyers and sellers 
are still pretty optimistic, right? Oh, absolutely. They just did a recent survey by the National Association of Realtors, and basically consumers are not lacking confidence in the market. And this is both buyers and sellers. So what they're seeing is both buyers and sellers are confident that the market is really good. 80% of the homeowners think it's a good time to sell. So now I just need them to go ahead and list their house. <laughs> if I had this confidence with the, you know, the sellers, yeah. then we would be pulling out of this. Yeah. Now, just because they think that the economy is a good time to list their house doesn't mean they're actually doing it. Mm. And so we're, we're anxious to see if this confidence turns into people actually putting their homes on the market, because we talked about this before, sellers become buyers. Many of the sellers aren't putting their homes on the market because when they look to see what's out there to yeah, purchase, they're not seeing anything that they'd like I to move to. that's it. You know, I remember in the 80s and the 90s, there was a big movement to upgrade, to get bigger homes. And a lot of these large so-called McMansions appeared. And then it was thought that, well, as these people got older, they were going to downsize. But I think downsizing has become a bit of a challenge because it's hard to find you know, affordable, smaller properties. That's right. And then you look at the rental market, Steve. Most renters are most likely going to continue to rent. And when they were surveyed, over 50% believe that you know, their rents are going to go up. So you say to yourself, well, if their rent's yeah. going to continue to rise, why aren't they buying houses? Well, a lot of them are saying, at least you know, half of them are saying the reason why they're not buying houses basically is because they can't seem to save enough for the down payment. And you got to remember, the rents and home prices have outpaced incomes in the past few years. Yes. So this is undoubtedly impacting their ability to put mm -hmm. aside the savings to purchase a home. So it's a double whammy. Yeah. I mean, mortgage rates have stayed low. So the monthly cost is still pretty reasonable. But if a house goes from 400 to 600 and you got to put 10 or 20% down, that could be a pretty big burden. That's right. So they're constantly chasing yeah. the dollar. Yeah. All right. My guest, as always, is Terry Story. Terry is with us every single week to discuss the real estate markets, both in our area of Florida and around the country. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Coldwell Banker, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks for joining us, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. And if you have a question about what we've just discussed or a financial question you want answered, don't forget to go to stevepomerance.com. Ask us anything you would like.